this group of friends, somebody fucked someone. Welcome to the book club edition of the Best Friends Fancast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. And a third co-host, Dr. Jen. Welcome, Jen. (laughs) Hello. You can be our guest, you can be our host, whatever. I mean, who really, who's going to be listening to this? Let's just call you whatever you want to be called. How about that? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so this is our inaugural book club show. I don't know how many of these we're going to do, but it was fun for us. So we picked a book called September Somewhere. Rafa, this was your idea, wasn't it? It was. uh, Greg Heller mentioned that his mom and aunt wrote a book, and I was thinking of reading it when he mentioned it and i totally forgot about it and then a year later i remembered and i picked it up on amazon kindle edition and well we'll find out what i thought about it shortly yes so okay i will read the synopsis it is september somewhere by susan lerner and nancy meyer charlotte ryan and mariella we'll get back to that name later three friends from unique backgrounds bonded at the most elite law school in america On the eve of graduation, they make a vow to once a year reunite for cocktails, catching up, and whatever else the weekend brings. They will meet September somewhere. So I was when I was looking at this uh, synopsis, I came across this other little blip. I don't know if you guys read anything about the book or anything. So I just started reading. I'm like, oh, I didn't know this information. So I stopped reading it because I wanted to hear it or read it fresh. So I'll read it now. Uh, September Somewhere is a work of fiction. However, the locations, characters, and experiences contained in the story are each influenced by actual events. Susan Lerner and Nancy Meyer are sisters and best friends. Now in their 70s, they felt that it was time to tell a story that mixes some romance and creativity with their diverse real-life experiences. This story pulls from the author's combined years of world travel, community service, heartbreak, and happiness. Throughout the highs and lows of their lives, the authors have always held sacred their families, friends, and senses of humor, which has given them the courage to their first novel at this stage in their lives. They're most thankful for their special bond, which has only deepened while working on the story together. Susan and Nancy reside in Southern California. I thought that was very interesting. I did not know that before reading this, that they were in their 70s. Did either of you know that, Rafi? I did know that because uh, I read, uh, I think, something similar at the end of the book uh, or somewhere. But yes, I knew. I think it's pretty sweet that they are sisters that in their 70s are writing a book. And I wouldn't have known their age, but after reading this book and I also got it on Kindle. I had to say it was hard for me to start it up. And I think it's because, or to start reading it. I think it's because it's my first book reading on Kindle and I really don't like reading it on a screen, but about three chapters in all of a sudden I couldn't put it down anymore. So it was not the book that was holding me back. I realized I was like, is it the story or is it the Kindle? It was that I just had to get used to that. So I'm still need a physical book in my hands. Also, I got a bottle of wine for the occasion. Uh, Saint somewhere Pinot Noir from California and uh, if anybody else wants to get drunk while they're listening to this episode go for it I am currently drinking a Beachwood Brewery Citraholic IPA I just have water I'm sorry <laughs> Jen has- by the ocean 
<laughs> there you go. Okay. So awesome questions. Which characters did you like the best? My favorite character. Well, first let me mention that that about the authors part has a picture of the authors. And I think the one that I think is his aunt looks more like him than his mom. Uh, but either way, there's a picture of them. Maybe we'll put that there so you guys can see it. Or just buy the book. It's on Kindle. Come yeah. on. My favorite character in this book is the uh, French clothing store owner <laughs> lady. <laughs> uh, just because she lives in France and sells clothing. Eh, uh, it seems like a, the kind of life I could uh, have in a another life, maybe. Uh, my favorite character was Mari's mom. Oh, um, yes. He just seemed like, she seems like a mom that everybody wants and seemed like a very, like, all-accepting kind of fun character. Um, yeah, I just wish there was a little bit more of her in there, but the parts where she wasn't there, it was still important to the story, but she was like her own kind of character as well. I liked her. I think they painted such a good picture of everybody's backgrounds and it really mm-hmm. showed you how, how they became who they are because her name was Mari the, the entire story until you get to, to meet her mom. And I think her mom was what called her for her full name the first time. And whenever a name is spelled M-A-R-I, if a name is spelled kind of off, it kind of takes me out of the story at first. I think that was also another problem. Maybe that's my own issue, but I'm like, is it supposed to be Mary or is it Mari? I don't know what how I'm supposed to be pronouncing it in my head, and I have this fight every time her name comes up. But then we get to find out what it is, and then it still screwed me up. So I think that's just my own stupid issue. But I think she's my favorite character. I think she's the most down-to-earth, and it's sort of funny how they became a threesome. It's, it's interesting that they would. It's almost like... They kind of like Charlotte and Ryan became friends because maybe they had some attraction, but they couldn't really voice it or show it. And then Mari was the person that was kind of like, well, now we can all hang out together and it's and it's cool. But then they became really close friends. And I love this idea of meeting September somewhere. I think, OK, in September, we're going to meet up. It sounds like something my friends and I would do. And I think that's what I really like. That's part of the reason why I like the book. That's well, actually, sorry, if uh if I was actually picking a character that I liked, I think I would also agree that she was my favorite. Um, but I don't like the turn towards the end where she's kind of more like a judgy kind of person. Because, I mean, I guess we'll get to that part, but I don't know. She Obviously, she's the most relatable. She's a Latin person, and uh, she went to Harvard like me. So <laughs> I did think it was funny. Well, I think I said it, you know, on a regular show before when we, when I first started reading, it, I just thought the way these people write and the words that they use are not something that I would picture my mom or my aunt speaking like. And I don't know who, if that's just how they talk or how, who they, you know, had to uh, have get getting these references from. And I think Rafi, you even said that it was a little bit like the songs that they picked were maybe like, Oh, they just typed in what's the coolest, like, club song right now and that's the one they use but still i think i mentioned if my mom was writing a book she would be saying like groovy and like okie dokie a lot so uh yeah i don't i don't i just find it hard to believe that some 70 year old ladies are writing this book i'm pretty impressed by that yeah i i did say that there's it's like whenever they're in a club which is often uh, it's like whatever year that chapter takes place in, like 2003, it'll be like 50 cents into club is blaring over the speakers. And it's like, they, it's, it's like, who, who wrote this? Like, no one, no one's making like these weird specific references, I don't think. And in the very first, uh, chapter in the prologue, 
uh, there was a uh, reference to a Steve McQueen blazer, which I thought was interesting. Um, and I was just like, it's so weird when things are so super specific, but not like integral to the story. So I don't know who whoever is making these choices i thought that was kind of odd which character did you like the least i know for sure i could say what mine is <sighs> well you know that's tough i think uh charlotte is probably the one we're expected to dis maybe i'm just speaking for myself but uh i don't know i didn't really find anyone unlikable maybe ryan's wife later <laughs> on <laughs> Ryan's uh, friend, Colin, or yes. whoever that guy was. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I could, that was like the way they described these people was like they really knew these sorts of people. I would really like to know the real life events that led them to these stories. It's very that's really interesting. I had no idea. So, Jen, which character did you like least? I think Ryan, definitely. Yeah, he's pretty much a tool. <laughs> I think that while Charlotte is probably like more of a product of her upbringing. I think Ryan is more of a product of like his own device, like whatever mm. he values. Right. Like the environment that maybe the being around influenced by the people he went to school with and seeing what they, they had and working towards wanting all of that sort of material <laughs> things and money. Sort of, he seems sort of like the words thrown around a lot, but kind of sociopath. Like he just seemed to be doing things because that's what, you're supposed to do rather than whatever it is that you want. So I don't know. He just seemed like a person that was never happy. True. The only time he seemed like he had some sort of emotional connection is when he was talking with either Charlotte or Mari, like one-on-one, like when they were in a group, he didn't seem like, it just didn't seem like somebody, anybody want to be friends with. So in the very beginning, I had the sense, like when they're kind of, building up they're starting in present day and they're saying there's this funeral that they're all gonna have to go to and it's gonna be weird to see each other again because of this thing that happened then you get to start from the beginning of their friendship and i really like how the book is set up where each chapter is a different year and a different place that they met in september which i think that was i love that how that's kind of set up but did you have any idea of what might have happened because i had something totally different in my head and i maybe it was more obvious to other people but rafi I figured exactly what was going to happen. I was like, um, these, this group of friends, somebody fucked someone and I was right about who it was. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was too difficult to imagine. What about you, Jen? I figured it was some sort of, since you're dealing with two girls and a guy, like there had to have been something that went down between two of them that kind of ruined the friendship. I didn't know, you know, I didn't have thought about how involved that would be, but that's kind of why in the beginning, I feel like same reason I've never read a book on a Kindle really before. It's hard. I like having the physical book in my hand and um, to get started, I was like, is it the story or is it the, the fact that it's on this like screen? And I think it was just the screen thing. And then also the book ending was good, but it took me a couple of chapters of realizing, okay, it's just always going to be September and it's going to lead up to it. And mm. I, I, I like the books because I could flip back pages instead of like swiping yes. and they go back and go, wait, 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 okay, wait, what year is this? Are we going in order? Cause I don't remember reading the year before. Um, but I'm just distracted easily. So I feel like you and I had the same experience because by chapter six, I was like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> yep, and I was, okay. Then I'm along for this ride and we can see where it goes and okay, we're going to get there soon. Although sometimes I feel like it was like a tiny bit slow. Yeah. But I did enjoy the stories as it led up to it. What I go like, it just it was a little weird because I felt 
So they're having, they're making it seem like they have to go to this funeral because right. it's did so much for them. Is there I, anybody that's not family that would bring you and oh, two good connected from together? I wonder if it's Allison Rosen. Ah, yes, there you go. See, now what if, okay, so Allison is the reason why the three of us know each other. And that is kind of a, a similar thing. I'm not fucking so, you. <laughs> sorry. It's Dr. Sorry, Jen, fuck <laughs> little Rafi. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, sorry. <laughs> if something happened between two of us, then, you know, and it breaks up the, the group. The way it happened, though, is way different. I think in the beginning, for some reason, in my mind, I thought that Charlotte had slept with the professor and that broke up something. I don't know why I thought that that's what that was. And I don't know why it makes more sense the way it happened. I don't, I don't know why I didn't think really figure that out especially because i don't know how many chapters in they talk about oh that one time we accidentally hooked up kind of thing and i was like okay they already kind of like hooked up as, as like a whatever so that's not going to be it i don't know why i just really didn't figure it out <laughs> i think this book helps you feel realize the person that you truly are <laughs> <laughs> i want to fuck a professor <laughs> yeah i was gonna say do you, you like older men lisa definitely don't you would think you're like much upgrade. much younger <laughs> <laughs> one time but okay so if you were making a movie of this book who would you cast now i saw this question i was like lame question but then i really was like trying to think about it and i uh i couldn't well i don't know if i've pinpointed it yet but rafi before i answer that really quick i i want to ask jen because she went to seven colleges was it <laughs> uh was I feel like I that's mean, you, uh, like a slur you're giving at me? Seven colleges. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are Doctor Jen, so no, not at all. But was there ever a college professor? Because I mean, I <laughs> I graduated the eighth grade. No, no, uh, no brag there. But you went to many a school. Was there ever a professor that like affected you like that? Like that your peers, your friends, or whatever fellow students were like, we love this guy, and we're going to be sad when he dies. Well, I would say more so graduate school, because then you're like in a smaller group. So grad school in our track was only about like 10 of us. So I'd probably say like when the head of the department passes away, like people would be really sad about that because he was such he is such a good person. Would I go to his funeral? Maybe. But I think that's that whole professor thing. That's more of a grad school thing than an undergrad because undergrad, you're just in a classroom for most general studies of like a hundred or 200 other people and you don't really get to know. And yeah, it's more like high school kind of just with bigger classes. So maybe I think in grad school, when you're specializing and someone works in your field that you want to work in, it's like a mentor to you. That's possible. Okay. And uh, back to the question. Uh, so immediately when I thought of Mari, who would play her, I thought America Ferrara is exactly yeah. who I was picturing. Oh, yeah. perfect. I was trying to think of like someone who obviously is Hispanic, but not overly hot. So it wouldn't be like, Oh, <laughs> no, because the way they describe her is like, she's subtly like, well, what Ryan said was fuckable, but doesn't really know it. So she wouldn't be like overly like hot. Like Charlotte would be where people stare at her when she walks in that you might like see this girl in a frumpy sweatshirt and be like, Oh, she looks like she could be kind of hot <laughs> hidden under all of her frumpiness. That's a really good, uh, that's perfect. I think going along that lines, America Farr, that's why I kind of next step for the Charlotte was Blake Lively. Cause those two were together in sisterhood of the traveling pants. And I think those roles are very similar to 
these kind of people in this book. I was going to say the same thing. My favorite movie. I'm joking. I've never seen it, but (laughs) I love the books. I love the books, but the movies, I I like them because they're, they're bad and they're good. But yeah, I'm, I'm terrible with uh, names and remembering people, but I think for Charlotte, I was thinking someone like maybe Charlize Theron. I, that's good. I was thinking, uh, who was I thinking just now? Dang it. Oh, the lead girl in love. I don't know her name. I don't know what love is. We'll <laughs> <laughs> start the show with that. Oh, that's um, so sad. I don't know what love is. No, <laughs> love is uh, like a, a, a TV show or it's on that. It's a Netflix. Uh, okay. I'm looking at us and Mike Mitchell, right? Gillian is- Jacobs. Maybe. Or like someone that looks like her, if, if we're talking modern day, but I like Shirley Theron as like a, maybe a throwback. <laughs> um, for some reason, what the first person I could cast was Ryan's wife, Emily. And I was thinking of someone like Gwyneth Paltrow, who's like also pretty, but like more demure and sort of like quiet and quietly pretty. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like a quiet elegance where you're just like, I'm just going to, where Charlotte might, might be more like sparkly. That's a, that's good. I didn't think of her. I was kind of thinking more like Emily Blunt, and maybe that's because her name's Emily, and I don't know any actresses. <laughs> I don't either. That's why I was like, who, what Hispanic, subtly hot Hispanic actress do I know? <laughs> um, for Ryan, I, am I, just now when I was thinking about it, I was thinking one of the Wahlbergs, or okay. I don't know if it's because his name is Ryan, but Ryan Gosling, or who's the guy that lost a lot of weight that's also like skinny blonde guy? Lost a lot of weight for a movie. Chris he's Pratt? Supposedly, oh, no. I don't, well, maybe. He's supposedly a real asshole in real life. Maybe I'm thinking of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I just hit Google Maps for Chris Pratt. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about your stalkerish ways. Um, I don't know any, I don't know any, like, celebrities, really, but I don't know any actors, so I couldn't think of anybody. Oh, I think it is him. Like, maybe a James Franco like a younger James Franco or like a younger, see, I don't know anyone young or um, the guy who was an American psycho. What's his name? That's who I'm thinking of. I think. Oh, um, Christian Bale. Yes. yes. That's what, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Oh. You know, the person I was imagining for this role is uh Bradley Cooper. Yes. I thought that too. Yeah. But younger, right? I mean, obviously, but yeah. Or I was thinking back in the day, um, I keep getting older and the girls keep getting younger. All right, all right, all right. Oh, Days and Confused. Matthew McConaughey. Yes. But oh, that's that character. Yeah, like that guy. Oh, that would be pretty good. Like him younger, maybe. Yeah. Enjoy my celebrity impersonation. Everybody. <laughs> oh, that was really enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. Okay, so in each chapter, they go to a different place. Which place would you visit? If any. I only want to go to Paris. Uh, none of this, like, beach shit. Like, I'm not into that. I don't like the sun. I don't want... I'm not you, Lisa. No surf and sand for me. <laughs> uh, so I'll stick with uh, Paris. And also, they're, uh, where do they stay? Like, in the Northeast or something? Or in the Hamptons or something like that? I forget. I but remember that kind of... If I had the book physically, I could flip through <laughs> and tell you, but... God, but I couldn't spend fourteen dollars <laughs> or whatever it was. I was I even went to the library to check it out, and they don't have it. Yeah, I know. I checked the library too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd probably say any any of them really. 
except for like, didn't they go to like Aruba or something like that? And I wasn't, that didn't sound, I mean, maybe it was their experience, but yeah, anywhere in Europe, cause I've only been to, gosh, I've, I have a doctorate. I've only been to two countries. Um, so I think, yeah, I just anywhere that they would have gone sounded good to me. Okay. Actually, I have the, uh, book here so I could tell you the chapters. So it goes San Francisco, Martha's Vineyard, Miami, mm. Crested Butte, San Francisco, New York City, also very high on my list, Paris, Sag Harbor, <laughs> which sounds, uh, not good. Hollandale Beach, Bermuda. Oh yeah, that's how I'm in. New York and San Francisco, and then Boston. Yeah, I would take all of them except Miami. Yeah, Miami, I'm probably not. I mean, I've been in San Francisco, I've been in New York, love those places. Uh, but I think, yeah, it had to be France then, I guess. Yeah, that would be my number one. That's my dream place. I don't think I care as much about Paris as I care about going to France, but I couldn't go without going to Paris. But also, I want to get one of these butter and sugar crepes that Mari got. Or was it her that she got it? I think she did. You've never had a butter and sugar crepe? No. I always get like Nutella and bananas or whatever. Yeah. I've never had just that. When I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, sold. Yeah. <laughs> Which you get at any crepery. <laughs> I think I should make some of those this weekend yes. now. You're making me hungry. <laughs> It sounded amazing, like just the oozy, whatever. The descriptive words they used, I really liked. And I also liked you seeing the people, the characters grow from the beginning to the end. And sort of unexpected, like Rafi, you were saying about, I'm not, I'm going to keep saying her name wrong, but Mari, the way she changed so much towards the end was kind of like, ah, because I think one of my favorite parts of the whole book was her wedding to Christopher. And their vows, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is, like, that's, like, she, of course, found true love. You would have expected that. And then for her to kind of, like, take a downhill turn, which is expected going dealing with what she went through. But the fact that she kind of, like, really changed into a different person and just sort of, like, she seemed like she was going to be the one to have it all. But also even, like, Charlotte, like, she started out kind of, you know, sort of naive and sort of, like, privileged, and she just got worse. (laughs) Instead of like, you think she's going to maybe like, okay, she's going to finally settle down and find someone and not string along whatever her stupid boyfriend, what was it, Gus or something? I, I, I guess stupid guys are named Gus, so that's why I just pulled that one out. I don't think it was actually <laughs> Gus, but. Uh, I, th- I think uh, that Charlotte's evolution or lack of evolution is probably the most real. Uh, I feel like. If we're being honest, I feel like Mari probably would have just, like, married, like, a real regular-ass, yeah. like, office dude, and they would have been fine, you know? But, uh yeah, I do think that Charlotte's is, like, pretty much what I expect or what I hope for, you know, rich white <laughs> ladies to go through. Also, with Ryan, in the beginning, it was like, oh, he's, his trajectory is, like, douchebag. But then when he meets somebody and settles down and seems to really like grow you think okay this is where he's gonna grow and take a turn and then he didn't (laughs) and then he just became one of those typical like just have to have everything more than everybody else to the point where you're losing everything that you have yeah jen what do you think of uh that (laughs) (laughs) well i do think charlotte's was like the most kind of 
relatable, realistic kind of way. You know, at the end, she's still needing to work on herself even after all these years. But it seems like now she has more insight, I suppose, uh, which you gain by making the mistakes that she did, of course. And I don't know. Ryan's character was so annoying. That's the thing, though, too. It's nice that they were able to advance the story just by the pure fact that they could put it. It was in September and they didn't have to really talk about what went on in between those Septembers. It was merely like alluded to. But you just want to it. I don't know. Ryan seems realistic in the fact that he's the kind of guy that will never get it. Right. And I almost really thought that Charlotte and Ryan would end up together that he and Emily maybe would meet and he would think he'd want to settle down. And then the next chapter would be, okay, that's Splitsville and Charlotte and I are testing the waters with our relationship. I think I thought that's where it was going to maybe go instead because they are so similar. Um, I mean, I think that'd probably be best for Emily if she didn't have him, but also is she really that clueless that she didn't know where their money was at and that they were going to be in this much debt. And she wanted all those things. Like, I don't know. I didn't get, I don't think I got enough of her backstory, Emily's backstory to really understand why she would keep pushing for this like bougie living in New York, knowing how expensive it is and then get mad at how stressed out her husband was when he was just trying to provide for what he wanted, but also what she wanted. Very true. Well, it was a good insight into having kids too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I feel like, yeah, I think we could have gotten more of Emily's backstory, but I feel like that's kind of, I mean, if you go to Harvard Law and then you're like, uh, you become partner at some big law firm, you're living in New York. I feel like that's the lifestyle, like you're, that comes along with that. So I, f- I feel like it is, I feel like if I was a trophy wife and I was married to this guy, <laughs> that's kind of what I'd expect. I'd like, this is the lifestyle that we are going to have once you become partner and then he does and he's working those long days. So she kind of is expecting that because he's not there emotionally or he's not a good dad or whatever it is. So, this is what he's going to provide, and at least she has that. That is very true. You're right. What did she expect? If you want all these things, he's going to have to bring his ass off long hours, all these other things, and you're expecting him to get up in the middle of the night to feed the baby when he can't really yes. even do anything just to feel your pain? It's like, yes. if you're a good team, you figure that shit out, and that's nope. not how it works. Nope, nope. You get up, and you feel my pain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back up with the bottle. Wake up. Then again, I don't. I'm not married to like a lawyer or living that lifestyle, but yeah. Okay, this is kind of a double part question, but what did you think about the the title of the book? I thought it was a really good title. It does um, tell you pretty much what you need to know, and I think we do something very similar when we get together for these weird Allison meetings, but also like we're gonna do in March because now Allison meetings. (laughs) Yes, because. Pretty much every 50 episodes is going to be around Marches, March, Marchish. Uh, it's like we, we could, uh, do our own book, March in Orange, Orange March. <laughs> our own March Madness. Jen, what do you think about the name of the? I think, uh, it was appropriate for the book and yet still it took me a while to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I like the um title. Yeah, I thought it was it was good. It was quick, succinct and yeah. I think you're right. It's succinct and perfect. It perfectly described the book. It took me a minute to I mean if I just reading the cover I would not have known. When Rafi, when you first said let's read this book by 
Ray Heller's mom, I was like, oh, great. And then seeing the cover, this is my other question. What do you think about the cover? So my thoughts on the cover is I'm expecting some good old-fashioned romance novel, and that's not what I got. I was expecting left and right fucking, and I think it took, like, what, <laughs> three or four chapters? His throbbing member. <laughs> yes, exactly. His turgid phallus. But instead, I got a regular book about people's lives. And then I was like, oh, that's fine. And there's like two and a half like steamy scenes in there. So it wasn't good for, you know, sipping wine in the bathtub while I was reading it. But it got the job done. I ruined, ruined your bubble bath time. <laughs> yeah. I had to play with my rubber ducky and little battleship um, instead of... Is that what you call them? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sank his battleship. Uh, I guess this really this cover is just speaks upon one scene that occurred, but it's not even true because the other person wasn't even there when that happened. But yeah, this looks like a Fabio kind of romance thing. And I thought that Greg was saying, oh, my mom's writing a romance novel. And like he I thought it was kind of insinuated that it would be one of those throbbing member kind of uh, novels. I don't think this is a romance novel. I think it's just like a good fiction book. I think it's good that they did add a couple of sexy numbers to it because it it needed it. But yeah, when I saw the cover and I saw the name, I was just like, oh, God. Like, I read it more like September somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> like anywhere. I don't even know what I meant, like, by that. I don't even know. I was just like, this is going to be some, like, total romance novel, novel, like you said, like, um, whatever you, the guy's name you just said. Like, I can't believe it's not Butter Guy. But, and seeing the lady walking up, like, is this going to be a threesome? Is she finding her husband with another woman? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, and I was still like... Uh, I'm going to have to trudge through this romance novel. Right. So the cover is misleading and I don't love it. I don't know what they could make it. I, I, I don't know if they could do little pictures to different cities. That wouldn't really work. I think just three friends on the cover, really, maybe, where it doesn't look like they're sleeping together. They're just like buds. Yeah. But then maybe yeah, I think, too childish. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's just... It, it, the, the cover isn't what is inside the book, which is why they say, Lisa, don't judge the inside of a book by the outside. In general, I always do. <laughs> um, oh, we know. <laughs> so I'm glad I read it because after reading it, it reminds me very much of sort of like a Sex in the City book. If they were to say like, all right, Sex in the City, now they're going to meet up every year since they're all kind of all over the place and it's going to be September somewhere in the city. <laughs> but that's kind of what it reminded me of, just like three, you know, a group of friends and where their lives head and, and the people that they marry and their family and like how friendships evolve into something else. Would you read another book by the authors? If it was a continuation of this series, yes. Motherfucking cunt. <laughs> Siri turned on because I said if it was a continuation of this Siri. Uh, anyway, I forgot what it is. Uh, yes, I would. Uh, I want to know about Emily's backstory. I want to know uh, which of these characters commit suicide because they can no longer put up with their nagging spouse. Uh, I want to know what happens. Maybe Ryan or Emily. Who do you think would who would kill themselves first? Actually, uh, Ryan is... you are if you have to read anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Ryan is definitely the murder suicide type, uh, where it's just a house, just a bloodbath in their home. Ooh. And it would be in September too, wouldn't it? 
thing is they did it. It's Labor Day weekend, right? Is that the weekend that they choose? Yeah. Because that wasn't really clear until the end part of it where I'm like, okay, sometimes, well, sometimes like some of the things I'm like, did I miss a page? Like they're already talking about something that I don't know what they're talking about. And then, and then they get into the story. But, uh, the Labor Day weekend thing, that's actually a pretty good idea because it's always a three day weekend and it's not really something people celebrate with their families, I guess. Well, I guess once you have kids. But also, but then when Mari got married on that weekend, it's like, well, why would you do that? Why not? Because now your your anniversary has to be around this group of friends. That's the other thing. Like, you have three friends, and change sucks in a group of friends. When, like, one person gets married and they, like, go somewhere else, or, like, you're not friends anymore because you can't be friends with their husband, or whatever the reason is where the dynamic changes. And I think what I found a little bit strange was bringing the spouses along on this, these trips. That was kind of strange to me. But also if my husband had two girlfriends that he was going on trips with every year, that might be weird too. Wait, I want to go back really quick. Uh, Lisa and Jen, would you read another book in this series? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I, in the series, hell yes. I told, I want to know what happens next, especially at the end where they leave it like, they might be friends again. I mean, I want to know what happens. Will Emily forgive and forget? I mean, even uh, even Charlotte misses Emily, and the fact that Emily became friends with them made me a whole thing. I don't think Emily will ever forget, but <laughs> would I read another book? Yes. I wouldn't have to be on this series. I'd read anything. I like their style um, that I can tell by this one book. I would definitely read something else if they wrote something else together. I think that the sister wrote a book prior to this. Don't say that or else we're going to have to read that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, delete this part. I can't remember, but I do remember like searching it, and then that's when I got the uh, image I sent you guys, the screenshot of the other books that were purchased by people who purchased this book, which I thought was a pretty hilarious. <laughs> there were some pretty good uh, choices on there. If we started a real book club where – we just read one book and then whatever books are underneath it, like these are the next books that people who read this, then you have to pick one of those to read that it just like takes you on a whole path. That would be fun. Which one would we have chosen? The Is my boyfriend a homicidal? What was it? No, did I, I married a junkie? Or oh, like... I married a junkie. <laughs> what was the other one? The serve your husband one? Okay. there. It was just so quickly. It was Elysium, the Holy War book one. Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf, which is the healing, the fear of the narcissistic werewolf through the magic power of the pen. Then you have Conversations with Influencers and Innovators, which has like a freaking paragraph as a subtitle. Multiply Your Coaching Business, Jabez or Jabez, 21 Days of Hope and Extraordinary Miracles. Ooh, Rafi needs to read that one. Another... Oh, another copy of Conversations with Influencers because you just have to read it twice and get two copies. Um, Outserve Your Spouse. And it made it look like it was the cover of The Secret. Uh, the New Age of Cosmetic Surgery. I Married a Junkie. Put the ultimate test, put to the ultimate test by addiction, love, and life. The step by step guidebook to wealth creation. So I think out of all this, I would think just for like, I don't know, with this whole uh, climate, I don't think I want to reason about serving your spouse. It would just make me really mad. So maybe I married a junkie because it would seem, I don't know, something you could find out there to apply to your life. <laughs> and by the cover, it makes me want to read it, too, because it's so cheap. <laughs> and I am judging a book by its cover. But I am interested to know how you married a junkie and how you didn't know. This is interesting. Maybe this is Emily's story. 
Right. <laughs> I think it's funny that the people that read that book also eventually read those books or those are related. and All of them are so different. Uh, I agree. I would love to read I Married a Junkie. And by love, I mean I would only do it if it was for this thing, the book club or something. Um, yeah, the rest of those books are very strange choices, I think, but hopefully the person who is reading conversations with influencers, uh, multiply your coaching business and wealth creation book. Hopefully that's the same person and not, you know, one person. I don't think one person read all of these, but I feel like there's a little through line for those at least. So hopefully that's one person. And, uh, I don't want to be friends with that guy or lady. Thanks for making it <clears throat> covering both bases. I'll put these two questions together. Did the story seem realistic and did the author build the world? How well did the author build the world in the book? I think the world in the book, I'd give it like a six or seven out of 10. Like, I don't think it was like super in depth, but we don't need all of the details really. But I think it was still good enough. Uh, I do think it was realistic. Uh, I feel like I know plenty of people who this could happen to, but not really anything that I have dealt with. What about you, Jen? Realistic? Yeah, probably. I thought they did, uh, both of them did a good job. I don't think yeah, you can, come without it being too long, you could add more, but I thought it was a good length. It was a quick read. It was definitely entertaining. And they were able to describe the three main characters enough that even if there were some like little holes here and there, it didn't really affect the, the whole story. And yeah, I think it's pretty, I think I could see it happening in real life. I agree. I, I felt it was realistic. And now knowing that they drew things from real life, I am curious to know, was there a group of friends? Were they part of a group of friends or is it just, that's the kind of fictitious part and they just met up with friends and traveled or whatever. It did feel like they built the world accurately where you're in different cities and you get the feel for being in each city and the dynamics between the different people. And I think I just, I liked, I liked it very much actually. And I really like to read more from them. Like you said, Jen, I do like their style, but also especially if there was, I mean, they left me wanting more. So I think that's, I'm curious. I want to know what happens next. All right. How about this will be our last question? Uh, much like the friends in the story, or each trip they get together, they say, what's the best and worst? They play the game best worst. So let's play that game now. What I liked best about this book, I guess I enjoyed the friendship. I wish that my friends were people I could travel with and have adventures with. Oh. But my friends are fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly the kind of people I want to go out and... I mean, I care about my friends. They're good people, ultimately. But I don't know. They're just not as... I guess we just have different ideas of what fun is or, like, the kind of things we enjoy doing on our off time. So I, I enjoy this group of friends who can get together anywhere in the world and they have a good time and, you know... Not not too much uh, craziness ensues, I don't think. But what did I like least about it? I think the thing I liked the least may have been the specificity of strange things that I don't think needed 
that level of specificity. I just want to, I want to read you the very first sentence from the prologue. San Francisco, 2012. Charlotte should be reviewing budget projections, not trying to justify buying an $850 purple velvet Alexander McQueen blazer she's eyeing on net a porter. But that's exactly what she's doing. What the fuck? Why? Why? I don't know what net a porter is, but I'm assuming it's some online shopping thing. And just... I think that's a very girly thing to write and say and do. Yeah, I don't I don't need that level of uh, nonsense when it has nothing to do with the story. So that was my least favorite. Jen? But I will say that is just sets up who she... Charlotte is. And I think definitely that's more of a detail you would write in a script as like the camera pans into her doing something, you know, instead of just procrastinating. It sounds more of a visual detail than a, a one that needs to be read. Uh, let's see what I like best. I think the whole, uh, the whole, sorry, my two year old just woke up the whole, uh, way of putting it together that it's September. And I think that gives you a lot of leeway as a writer, just to kind of like set up in between, not have to go painstakingly through it. Okay. So the best was the way they set up the book to be every September. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I thought moved the book along really well and told the story. I think the worst part would just be after getting into the book. I don't know if they really needed a, um, the death of somebody to bring them together. Like, I don't know how important that really was to like anchor the story. I just wonder how would they have been forced to meet again? Maybe like a reunion. Let's see. What did I like worst about or like least about this? I don't really know. I, I really liked the book. It was hard for me to get into, but I think it was because of the Kindle thing. And also, Rafi, what you said about those very specific things, those kinds of things do take me out because then I think, do I need to look this up and see what they're even talking about? To be that specific, I guess you're supposed to know what that is and have that picture in your mind. But it it could have just been something, I don't know, they could be a little more vague in that respect. Also, like I said before, the name Mari was really distracting for me and any kind of names like that where I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce it. I don't like that. Also, I talked about this before we recorded, I think, is in the synopsis, they called her Mariella. In the book, I'm pretty sure they called her Maricella and Maribella. So that was also distracting. Um, also, towards the end, I felt like the editing was getting a little loose. But all in all, that has really nothing to do with the actual story. I What I liked best about it is... The fact that I want to read more and I want to know what's going on in their lives. And I feel like they could do September somewhere until the end of their lives to see, you know, where they end up. I think it would be the second one could just be just lead off on their new friendship starting over again until they die. I think it would be it's a great story. And I liked reading it. Agreed. Well, I think that is about it. I hope other people will hear this review or this book club uh, edition and go and read the book because it actually really is a good story and you know supporting Greg Heller's family why not also the next book we're going to do are we going to do the Sweet Valley High number 40 I Married a Junkie it's (laughs) yes if we could do that this one is actually uh, Sweet Valley High number 40 is on the edge and it talks about cocaine use and so I think that's the next book we might do I I was also any of those books really? they were considered too adult for me when they first came out. They were okay with for my cousin who was like a year and a half older than me. 
considered like taboo for me to read those. So I never got to read them. You know, it's so weird. I was obsessed with those and the babysitters club books and all of those books. I didn't really realize how spicy that they were with friend that dies from cocaine. You so like what? I don't remember any of this. Um, I just remember, you know, like the good sister and the, like the sort of like not so nice sister, but they're twins and they're just like they're hijinks. It, it, whatever. I don't know. So I guess uh, we're going to get schooled on that because I'm, I think that's going to be our next book. So if anybody else wants to join in on this super fun book club discussion, then uh, we'll do some updates on Facebook and Twitter or whatever about our next book that we're going to do. I was thinking we should also do that Love Languages book that Allison talked about a long time ago because it's actually something I want to read. And has she ever had any other authors on? Because we're going to have to like do a lineup. I, how often are we doing this, Rafi? <laughs> Uh, Two times a year. Quarterly. <laughs> quarterly. Quarterly. <laughs> oh, what? Okay. Quarterly. That's that's fair. Because we have to get some other books in. I mean, after reading this book, I've had a really hard time getting into reading. Like over the summer, I always have these like wild like aspirations that I'm going to read these books, and uh, I didn't read any. So this forced me into reading, and then I've, I'm already halfway through another. book book that I started yesterday because I'm like I I want to devour books now like it just got me started so I'm pretty excited about it and I think Sweet Valley High will be a pretty quick read also I have a couple of issues of the book that I can shift to anyone that wants to join in on our next book club and if you'd like to email bffancast at gmail.com follow the show on twitter at bffancast follow me at gmos bffs Lil Rafi where can we find you go to the facebook group read these books with us it's a great time that's a uh, great endorsement Dr. Jen, where can we find you? Thanksies. <laughs> Perfect. Let's all meet up in the Facebook group and talk about this book. I hope other people go and read it. Thank you, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Did you guys just finish recording that?